achievers, welcome to Elite Achievement, your go-to podcast for service-based business owners who want to achieve their goals and grow their businesses. Hear inspiring stories from other business owners, learn goal achievement strategies, and overcome the challenges you face when growing your business. I'm Kristen Burke, your host and coach here to help you achieve your goals. Together, let's close the gap between the goals you set and the goals you achieve. Hey, Goal Achievers. Welcome back to Elite Achievement. I love this time of the year. Christmas decorations and watching Christmas movies with my daughter brings me so much joy. And it's almost time to focus on setting new goals for the new year. And you know, setting and achieving goals is my jam. As a goal achievement coach, I love talking about goals all year long, but there is something special about the upcoming start of a new year. We all get a fresh start and a chance to dream about all the possibilities in 2023. I used to approach goal setting with the mindset that I must get my goals set and locked in during a one or two hour period. And one of the things that I've learned is that the goal setting process works best when done over a few days or even a few weeks, which is why I'm releasing this episode in early December. There is magic in thinking about your goals and then stepping away from the goal setting process to let your ideas simmer. I experienced this recently when working with my own coach. We were working on my three-year business vision and I had a hard time articulating where I want to be in three years. Sitting with the questions my coach asked me and not feeling rushed to come up with an answer on the spot allowed me to start to see things more clearly. When we rush this process, we might be tempted to set goals we think we should achieve or set comfortable goals because we haven't had the chance to wrestle with fear. To help you avoid setting goals you feel like you should set, setting goals someone else told you to set, setting unrealistic goals, or setting goals without a plan. I am sharing my goal setting process with you today. This is the same process I use to set goals for my business, and it also serves as the framework I use when facilitating planning days with leadership teams. There are four parts to my goal setting process, visioning, reflecting, brainstorming, and planning. Visioning serves as the foundation of great goal setting. A long-term vision is the roadmap for where you are going, and the yearly goals you set are mile markers on the journey to achieve your long-term vision. A vision highlights what you want to achieve and inspires motivation and discipline. If you're leading a team, a vision can rally your team together. This year, it became clear to me that there are three types of visions, personal, professional, and public. If you are new to visioning, I recommend you start by writing a personal vision. It's fun and energizing to describe the life you want to experience in the future. Think about where you are living and how you are living and describe it in as much vivid detail as possible. A professional vision details what your business looks like in the future and the clients you serve. I find this type of vision to be more difficult to write. I recently told my coach I get caught up in trying to fit my vision 
into the box of what I know. I am working on thinking less about the how and more about what I want my business to look like and feel like. I get tripped up on the specifics and the how and need to remember my professional vision will guide my yearly business planning and strategic objectives. A public vision can go on your website and communicates to your clients and potential clients where you are going as a business. It helps you attract the right clients and hire the right talent. I used to advocate for a 10-year vision, and there are a lot of benefits to thinking that far out. But my perspective on time frame has evolved as I have grown. I was interviewed for a podcast earlier this year, and I remember saying it's less about having a specific time frame. And I thought, whoa, where did that come from? I used to be a 10-year vision girl. After coaching a lot of people through visioning and doing my own vision work, I've learned it's less about a specific time frame and more about having a vision that goes beyond one year. Some common vision timeframes are three, five, and 10 years out. If you are new to visioning, try writing a three-year vision. The more work you do around visioning, the further out you will be able to draft your vision. Having a long-term vision is important, and it's not always easy to create because of the three common vision roadblocks that we face. I don't have time, perfection, and fear. I know writing a vision feels like a monumental task and one that could take hours and hours. You might be thinking, I don't have time to write a vision. Well, I don't have time is a goal killer. If you find yourself saying, I don't have time, I recommend you ask yourself why you think you don't have time. Achieving your goals will require you to set aside some time to work on them. If you find yourself saying, I don't have time, pause and really think about it. Is it true that you don't have time because you are in a very busy season of life? Or has I don't have time become an automatic response or cover up for fear? A way to work through I don't have time is to break things down into simple steps. Sometimes our mind goes from idea to completion without considering all of the little steps along the way. Try setting a timer for 15 minutes and just writing. Let go of the need to write in a specific form. You might just surprise yourself with what comes up when you allow yourself the space to dream. Where are my fellow perfectionists? Perfection was one of the roadblocks that held me back from my first vision draft, so I am very familiar with this roadblock. I worried so much about writing the right vision and one that made sense that I felt overwhelmed by the exercise and kept putting it off. Thankfully, I had the gift of accountability and had a deadline to submit my first long-term vision for a leadership program I participated in. Embracing the concept that a long-term vision is a draft that will evolve as you grow and develop helps you minimize some of the pressure to write a perfect vision. You're not supposed to be able to see everything perfectly today, but having a vision can help you take the steps in the direction and your vision should become clearer as you take these steps and as you grow. Plan to read and review your vision during your quarterly review sessions and annual goal planning. These intentional reconnects allow you to update and edit your vision as needed. Another way to avoid perfection is to define what success means to you. I kept trying to write a vision that fit into a company culture I knew, which kind of sounds familiar 
to what I mentioned I was struggling with earlier in this episode. I was too caught up in titles and roles and needed to think more about feelings, impact, and legacy. As a business owner, my definition of success has evolved even more. And for me, success is having choices. Choices in who I spend my time with and how I spend my time. As I mentioned, I'm in the process of reworking my business vision with my coach because what I wrote at the start of the year doesn't feel as exciting as it once did because of the growth I've experienced throughout the year. I'm getting clearer and clearer on what it is I want and what it is I don't want. The final vision roadblock I want to mention is fear. The best way I have heard fear described is false expectations appearing real. We all feel fear. Some of us fear success and some of us fear failure. Either way, fear can ruin our chances of achieving our goals and prevent us from dreaming big when drafting our visions. If you are stuck because of fear, ask yourself, what is the worst that can happen? And then what's so bad about that? I dreamed of doing the work I am doing today for years before I launched my business. I kept silencing the thoughts of launching my coaching business due to fear. We moved back in 2020, and while packing, I found a notepad from 2011 with ideas listed out to start my coaching practice. It was the fear of not making any money, the fear of looking like a fool, the fear of not getting any results with my clients that kept me from making the leap from my corporate role into entrepreneurship. In order to grow my courage, I asked myself, what's the worst that can happen if I launch my business? And what's so bad about that? And then that, and then that. And this exercise taught me that I had options. They weren't ideal options, but enough options for fear to release just enough pressure for me to make the leap. I encourage you to give yourself the space and time to vision. I truly believe you have an idea of where you want your business to go, Fear gets in your way. When you give yourself the space and time to vision, you'll be surprised at what comes out of you. I was getting asked for resources on visioning, so we compiled my favorite questions to prompt visioning into a worksheet that you can now download. Check out the show notes for the link to download this worksheet. The next step in my goal setting process is reflecting. We look backwards to goal set forward. Taking the time to reflect on 2022 will give you so much insight into your goal setting tendencies and goal achievement habits. We can learn a lot about our our beliefs, habits, and processes by reviewing our past year. This insight is useful when you create your goal achievement plan. If you neglect to reflect before setting your goals, you might do the same things over and over that aren't working because we are creatures of habit. It might also be easier to give up on your goals when you feel off track and out of control because you don't know why. It can feel uncomfortable to reflect and face reality, especially if you are finishing this year way differently than you expected to back in January. If you can learn to move away from shame and judgment and move towards perspective and understanding, reflecting can be empowering. I conduct a SWOT analysis to kick off reflecting. You might be familiar with a SWOT analysis, and a SWOT analysis is a slight variation. You can't solve for weaknesses, but you can solve for problems. 
to conduct a spot analysis, identify three to five strengths. These are areas where you excel and you want to make sure you continue working in your areas of strength in the next year. Identify three to five problems that need to be solved in order to achieve your goals. These are problems within your control and that your team can address in 2023 to move closer to your goals. Identify three to five opportunities that will evolve your business or escalate goal achievement. Opportunities will require an investment, which could be time or money or both. Last, identify three to five threats that you need to address in order to achieve your goals. Threats can be outside of your control, which means we need to be mindful of them and prepared to pivot or adjust. I find the spot analysis to be incredibly helpful when identifying strategies, when building out a plan to achieve goals. In addition to a spot analysis, ask yourself some key reflection questions such as, what did I accomplish this year and why? Starting with where you achieved builds confidence. Ask yourself, what did I want to accomplish but didn't? This is a truth-telling question. By honestly answering this question, you will start to understand if you set the wrong goal, failed to track your progress, lacked confidence or courage on your goal achievement journey, or set a goal and didn't have a plan to achieve the goal. My two favorite reflection questions actually jumpstart the next step of the goal setting process. Ask yourself, what do I want more of in 2023? And what do I want less of in 2023? And this leads you into brainstorming, which tends to be the most fun part of the goal setting process. To brainstorm goals, I identify pillars that are important to me, such as personal, professional, financial, family, and health. And then I brainstorm all of the potential goals I can go after in those pillars. When brainstorming, it's important to let go of perfection and the expectations of what you think others want you to achieve. Connect back to your answers from the reflection questions. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? Consider your spot analysis. What goals can you set that leverage your strengths or solve a problem or capitalize on an opportunity or minimize a threat? Give yourself space to think. Be inspired to ask yourself, what else? What would be really exciting next year? What is something I've always wanted to do? At this point, just write all of the goals that come to mind. If you can, this is a great place in the process to take a break from goal setting. Go for a walk or sleep on your brainstorm or come back to your brainstorm in a few days. Give yourself space to really think about all of the goals that you brainstormed that you can potentially achieve. And when you come back to your goal setting process, Narrow down your goals in each pillar to the most meaningful. If you are new to goal setting and achieving, I recommend you narrow your goals down to one in each pillar. And if you are struggling to narrow your goals down, you can simply rate them on a scale of one to five, with five being the most exciting to achieve. Before you move on to planning how you're going to achieve your goals, Goal check, like fact check your goals. 
Are they meaningful, doable, measurable, and specific? Meaningful goals connect to your vision, move you emotionally, and go beyond what someone is telling you is important. Knowing why you want to achieve a goal is critical when it comes to following through and staying consistent. I believe we can achieve what we put our minds to, but I think it's important that we consider what it will take to actually achieve our goals. When you assess if a goal is doable, I'm not encouraging you to think small. Factor in where you are at today and what it will take to get to where you want to go. And then are you willing and able to consistently perform at that required effort? Get as specific as you can with your goal. How much or how often? How will you know when you achieve the goal? What amount equals success? When do you want to achieve this goal? Get specific because vague goals lead to vague results. At this point in the process, you've visioned, reflected on the past year, and brainstormed meaningful goals. And this is the point where many people stop goal setting and pull out the champagne to toast in the new year. Grow yourself by planning how you will achieve your goals. This sets goal setters apart from goal achievers. I used to set a goal each year to pay off my credit card debt, but I never created the actual plan to pay off my credit card debt. In fact, I didn't even check my credit card statements throughout the year, and the result was I finished with more credit card debt than I started the year with. When I started my business, I had to get serious about my finances and become much more diligent about tracking what was happening financially. The result? I finally paid off that credit card debt. When you think about a plan to achieve your goals, I encourage you to identify three strategies. One that excites you. This could be something you listed as an opportunity in your spot analysis or something you've been wanting to do for a long time. One that is fundamental, meaning you know if you do this activity, it will lead to goal achievement. And one that is scary. This is a strategy that will require courage to execute. Determine how you will track your goal progress and who will hold you accountable. And if you want a resource to help you plan to achieve your most meaningful goal, download my breakout plan from the show notes. The breakout plan will help you outline strategies to achieve your goal and design an accountability plan to help you follow through. So there you have it, goal achievers, my process for setting goals, visioning, reflecting, brainstorming, and planning. Later this month, I will share with you my top lessons learned in 2022. And coming up in January, I will share the four characteristics of goal achievement. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget you can download resources from today's episode in the show notes to help you with your goal setting process. With that goal achievers, happy holidays and happy goal setting. Thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on goal achieving and business growing wisdom. If you want my best goal achieving tips and a monthly reminder to check in on your goals, join my email list at kristenburke.com. 